0: as i put together my rating i will say that i would pay good money for this this is very good yeah um i might even i don't know i'll think about it but Uh, do you have a rating in your mind so to me this is
1: like i love four roses in general and i think uh um i don't know i'm starting to develop more of an affinity for it i'm kind of it's kind of the whiskey i root for i think
0: Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. Today is episode 102, and we are drinking Four Roses, Small Batch Select, and I'm really excited about that. Before I get into anything else whiskey-related, let's talk about some business, uh, as usual. Uh, some great ways to hit us up uh, are on Instagram and that's a big one. So if you have an Instagram, maybe hit us up. We're on Chill Filtered Podcast. Uh, and we love interacting with our listeners, uh, whether it's new people that are starting to get into the uh, podcast or people that we've been talking to for a while. We're always grateful to talk whiskey. So hit us up on Instagram at Chill Filtered Podcast. So that's all I'm going to say today, except for if you want to support us in a monetary way, hit us up on Patreon.com slash that's the business. Here's the podcast. Robbie, how's it going this week?
1: Uh, it's pretty good, man. It's been a stressful week. I'm like so close to closing out my school year, and it's just like all this extra stuff to get done. So a little stressful Ooh. in that regard, and it's gotten hot here. So today was 90, tomorrow's going to be 99, um, and then and it's going to cool off a little bit. So it's been a little bit hot. Uh, it's been fun though had the kids inflatable pools in the backyard going, and um Playing in those nice. and giving moose baths every night so he doesn't, or at least spraying them off every night because like, the dog gets hot like crazy. Oh, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Moose. This week's, so we, we pretty good. If you leave the um, garbage pantry door open. Moose gets in the garbage. So we went, we <laughs> left the house quick one day this week. He took, like, everything out. And we drink a lot of, we've been drinking a lot of coffee lately, too. So we had tons of coffee uh-huh. grounds in there. Oh, right. And Moose ate, like, he pulled a bag of tortilla chips out. So he ate, like, a whole bag of tortilla chips. He ate, like, a couple <laughs> chipotle peppers we had left over. Nice. Uh, and, like, I'm assuming tons of coffee grounds. And he was, like, doggone meth, like, wired. I think he just had way too much caffeine. <laughs> so like it was an awful night. And then the next morning, like, he was just like, running all over the house, knocking girls down, flying around. Oh so, uh, no. Yeah. It was pretty like in hindsight it was pretty funny, but I was so mad. I was like Yeah Get outside And like <laughs> and the girls were like, Daddy, <laughs> hold me it was pandemonium, man. So Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, no, it's but it's fun, so Yeah, so that's about it. I mean, nothing too spectacular over here or anything like that, but uh getting ready for summer vacation here in a little bit and that'll be nice. How you yeah. doing man? What's new with you?
0: I'm excited. Speaking of summer vacation uh-huh. and things coming up and running around the Deadlow household, uh Heather and I, as you know, uh booked some tickets for Boise yes, in sir. mid uh, July. So we're so excited about that. So yeah. Good friends the Deadlows probably record a good few episodes in person too. Probably have um, a lot of too many drams. It'll be nice exactly i'm like already prepping what i'm bringing oh boy and that's i guess that's like a month and a half out so that'll be awesome yes that'll be one of the highlights of my summer yeah and uh sure i can already tell we'll get some big city loaded potatoes (laughs) hopefully as long as they're not closed down or something like that but uh yeah i just love the town the city the legend of Boise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. It'll be fun. Especially that Heather gets to come now too. That's going to be. Yeah, for sure. You know, it would, we were sad your trip got canceled, but yeah, I guess the, the bonus
0: is now Heather gets to come too. So exactly. Super. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: and we'll get to see how big the girls are now. Yeah.
1: and I, uh, Chelsea's reaching out to Heather and Heather is going to draw some tattoos for Chelsea yeah. now. So I'm super excited about Heather that. Heather
0: mentioned that today. Yeah. That's, a, yeah, that should be awesome. Heather's yeah. worried because she can't, she's, she's worried about like the actual theme. The art doesn't scare her, mm-hmm. it's the actual, like, what represents your daughters, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That should be cool for her, though, and, and get her practicing her, um, her, her art skills again because she is a much better artist than I am uh she's well, very much more dynamic in that way in different mediums yeah. though yeah well I mean what I mean by that is like she's better at many more mediums than I am okay I'm good at probably one okay um, like she can draw she can paint she can do printmaking she can probably sculpt a lot better than I could um but yeah it's exciting for her and and I think that'll be super fun yeah. It's been hot out here, too. Today was like 110. Golly. Uh, which is like close to record for this time of year. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, tomorrow's going to be even hotter. I think a 111 or something. Uh, so yesterday, it was funny. I was talking to a friend on the phone and just went for a little walk around the neighborhood. And they say in Phoenix, and it's true, it's a dry heat. So it wasn't too crazy walking around the block or so in 106 ish it was the heat of the day and it was the hottest day yet this year but i was like yeah it's not that big a deal i'll just walk around the block and then i saw this like smoke as if there were a house fire so i go and kind of pursue it a little bit you never know how how close a fire is sometimes uh even like yeah i've in my time i've been like oh look at that smoke in the distance and it's so much further than i even imagined But anyway, I start walking after it, after I hang up the phone with this guy and I end up like 20 minutes from home uh, just following this, um, you know, like smoke in the sky. (laughs) And then I have to realize that I still got to walk home 20 minutes and it's 106 degrees. I've already been walking for like 20 to 30 minutes and I'm in jeans so I was like, oh, man, this is a really bad idea. And it's, it's crazy because in Phoenix, like, if you push yourself too far in the heat, you can, you can pass out easily uh, yeah, without yeah. even, like, thinking you would. Like, you could just have heat exhaustion. And uh, so I was... A little careful, and probably should have texted Heather and been like, "Hey, I'm walking this way in case I don't get there. I might have passed out or something. It wasn't that bad, but like, like I said, like those things can surprise you." So
1: here's here's the thing that's baffles me. You were like my dad. My dad would be like, "Oh, I get home from work and he just puts jeans on." I get home from work, I'm like, gym shorts or sweatpants." You like lounge in your jeans all the time, and it's 160. Why are you wearing pants and jeans in 106 degree heat?
0: I just love jeans. In college, <laughs> I slept in jeans every night. I would basically go through my day, sleep in my jeans, take a shower and sh- switch jeans in the morning. Um, nowadays, so Heather forced me when we got married to stop sleeping in my jeans. Yeah, uh, no kidding. So I take them off and put them back on in the morning. But I just love jeans. Like, they're just so comfortable for me.
1: Ah, uh-huh, man. You're a weirdo.
0: Plus, I have the American Eagle ones. That have a little bit of stretch to them. I'm oh. basically wearing mom jeans <laughs> with the elastic band. Too funny. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's my my jeans. Uh, I I just find them super comfortable. Eat winter, summer. Last summer, I never wore shorts to work or like throughout the day. Sometimes I would like go on a walk or um, maybe go. it was very rare that i would wear shorts i don't like shorts i don't like my knees yeah but i think more so it's more about the comfortability that i find in the jeans the denim of just
1: sweat dripping down your legs and like humidity of wearing
0: jeans on a summer's day like that's just disgusting yeah but but you have the boise humidity i don't have almost any boise is not super humid though I'm just saying, yeah, you, but like it's you, more humid than Phoenix. You,
1: you, well, no, inside your pants gets humid cuz you're sweating.
0: Yeah, regardless. Oh, it's weird. You're so weird. that's what they're calling it these days. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't as good as it could have been. But anyway. anyway hey, uh, yeah, well, so you know, one thing we yeah, should go mention ahead.
1: too is
0: yeah, changes.
1: Changes. Yeah.
0: Wow. <clears throat> I got something in my throat So I totally missed that note But go on, go on Well anyway, I
1: I mean I know Adam kind of signed off last week And uh, so we're mixing things up We've uh, moved on to someone who uh, Our new producer, is that what we call it? Yep, Uh, I guess uh, Lives near Cole And it's just been kind of easy Mm to
0: Kind of make that transition to someone there Uh, He's already been on a few episodes He's the cocktail guy He's the cocktail guy That's John Montero Yeah, so anyway uh,
1: You know Beginning of a new era for us. We got new music now. I, I assume you noticed. Uh, it reminds me uh, very much of Better Call Saul, which I kind of dig. So anyway, hope you guys like the new yeah. n- the new look for us, the new feel. Yeah, you know what, Cole? So, uh huh. We should go to break so we can get back and we can cheers
0: the new look. Let's do it. We're sending it to break now. <laughs> And we're back with a new look and new transition <laughs> music, not just new intro music. Um I guess we we probably should have done a live read ad, but maybe not this week. We'll just we'll skip it this week. Um but yeah, what are we drinking today, Robbie?
1: We are drinking whiskey.
0: That's right. We're <laughs> drinking four roses, small batch select. Uh, It is, uh, yeah, from the Four Roses Distillery, not some other name that you might get on some random brand. Um, uh, First of all, some notes to get to. Thank you, Caleb Olson Mm. at The Bourbon Badger for today's pours. Uh, The courier is on his way to you, if not already in your area by now, uh, with some love from Chill Filtered. So listeners out there, if you think, man, would I love to courier something to Chill Filtered and Cole and Robbie, uh, but but what's in it for me? Let me tell you, there's stuff in it for you. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the courier works both ways. You like um, stuff?
1: So we'll get you stuff.
0: Oh, you're into stuff? <laughs> we'll take care of that. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'll get to the history. Uh, I feel like there's a lot today, so it'd be good to get out of the way. And then uh, we'll be drinking. Uh, So I wanted to start with the Four Roses Distillery. This is actually our second episode, only our second episode featuring Four Roses. The first episode was episode 38, and that was Four Roses Single Barrel Barrel Strength, and that was an OESQ recipe. Uh, It's crazy that uh, it's been over a year since we had uh, a Four Roses product on the podcast because there's quite a bit, and they're great. Um, the distillery is in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, not Lawrenceburg, Indiana, and it was built in 1910. Now, there's apparently some contradicting reports of who started the company. One story uh, says there's a the brand slash distillery was started by a guy named Rufus Mathewson Rose and his brother Origin, uh, and each of their sons, so four roses. Uh. Um, but according to the company that owns them, which is Kieran Brewing, <clears throat> that's right. A Japanese beer company, uh, the beginnings of Four Roses brand started with a guy named, uh, Paul Jones Jr. And that was in 1988. He started the brand and he may have very well been rocking the brand slash just distilling, um, since the 1860s. Uh, The distillery itself used to be called the Old Prentice Distillery and was owned by a J.T.S. Brown, who was George Garvin Brown's half-brother. And we talked about George Garvin Brown, basically the the founder of Old Forester, on the last episode. Uh, And one of the names that went into um, Brown Foreman, the conglomerate. The distillery is known for its Spanish mission-style Architecture, which is pretty cool, I think, uh, especially for Kentucky. Uh, In 1943, Seagram's, the conglomerate, uh, bought them out and actually started discontinuing the Four Roses brand for years. Uh, But it started in the 1950s where they discontinued it. Uh, But Seagram's use of the company started actually a few brands in the meantime, a few like American, like bourbon brands, one of which was Eagle Rare. Did you know that? Eagle Rare was not started by Sazerac uh, this or is the, Buffalo Trace. This is
1: the first I'm hearing of this. This is crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let's just do it. Um, Robbie and I recorded <laughs> most of the history already, and I found out that my battery on my mic was down, like just a little bit ago in the recording. Uh, but we went a little bit further, so we're, we're making up for what we, what we, so I would say most of this is organic, uh, but some of it is not, as Robbie knows that <laughs> uh, Eagle Rare started it out not with Buffalo Trace slash Sazerac, but started it out with Seagram's um, slash like the Four Roses Distillery, basically. So anyway, um, yep. And Eagle Rare used to be 101 proof back in the day. Uh, the brand actually was reintroduced as a straight bourbon, the Four Roses brand, in 1994. Eventually, after a few handovers in terms of like ownership, it landed in the hands of Kirin, the Japanese company, and has been owned by the company since 2002. The latest master distiller, Brent Elliott, who came after Jim Rutledge's retirement in 2015, They're definitely known for some really great special edition bottles, including 2008 Marriage, uh, 2010, 100th Anniversary, uh, 2011, the Limited Edition, 2013, they had a 125th Anniversary, which I believe was the 125th Anniversary of the brand, and the 100th Anniversary in 2010 was the Anniversary of the Distillery. Uh, In 2015, there was Elliott Select, 2017, Al Young, And in 2018 and 2019, there were limited editions. Uh, They're also known for their special recipe, single barrel barrel proofs, uh, where you get codes for mash bills and yeast strains and such. And I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, But the Four Roses we're drinking today is the Four Roses Small Batch Select. This is a permanent addition to the baseline. Uh, basically there, there are Four Roses yellow label or just like the basic Four Roses. Then there's Small Batch and there's Single Barrel and now there is Small Batch Select. Uh, they say there's about six to seven year blends of their bourbons in this bottle. Now in total there are 10 codes of their products, meaning there's 10 Mashville yeast strain combinations. Uh, But for this release, it is a blend of only six of them. Uh, There is the OBSV, the OBSK, OBSF, and then there's OESV, OESK, and OESF. O represents the Four Roses Distillery. The second letter changes, and that is the Mash Bill code, uh, usually B or E. Uh, S represents that it's a straight bourbon, but pretty much all of them are straight bourbon, so you'll always get an S. And then the fourth letter represents the specific yeast strain. And there is a Q, a V, a K, an F, and I am blanking on the last one. <laughs> but there's another. And this uh, release started in 2019, last year. These releases are pretty much a really good demonstration of what uh, a yeast and a mash bill can do in to differentiate everything else, you know, or to, to make a bourbon different basically. In the future, we actually have one to, to go. Um, we have a, I have a single barrel barrel strength. Previously, we had an OESV, or what was it? OBSV. And now we're going to be doing in the future, a OESF. Uh, total wine price, if you can find it. It's sad, it's part of their permanent line, but it's very hard to find. Is 59 dollars if you can find it. So, yep. That so is the history. I also uh-huh. have,
1: I also have the OBSQ from last year. Oh, OBSQ. OBSQ.
0: Was that the one I sent you? No,
1: no, no. I I got uh, I have the bottle.
0: Oh, great. A single yeah. barrel barrel proof? Yep. So that one we can add to the line in there the future we as well? Yeah. Cuz we haven't done that one.
1: Which is great cuz Four Roses is awesome and the more we can drink yeah. it, the happier I am. So,
0: I'm with you. And I think that, um, and it's so cool how different all of them are to me. Like, very, Mm -hmm. they're all unique. And it's just the mash bill slightly and the um, strains of yeast. So, what do you say we pop open this bottle? I got my little um, sample. Thanks again to Caleb Olson, The Bourbon Badger. The Bourbon Badger on Instagram. Ooh. All right. I like that. It's got a, I'm getting like
1: butter, butterscotchy scotchy sweetness. That's what, I mean, they're, and a little alcohol vapor too, but it's like really buttery, butterscotch kind of a thing. Maybe a little caramel. It's got a good, oh, I mean, it's really potent too.
0: Yeah, this definitely feels a little bit stronger than what, uh, we forgot to mention, it. it's 104 proof. Okay. Uh, definitely feels a little bit stronger than that. Um but you know one oh four proof is not skimping out. No. Uh, that's a good proof right there. But mm-hmm. yeah, it feels a little stronger than that. Definitely does. Um notes I'm getting is a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of that alcohol, but really a big note of like orange zest or like orange peel.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm digging it. I I I'm not getting it's really good smell.
1: I can see I can get the orange. I'm not quite getting that, but yeah. I can see where you're coming mm-hmm. from. It's, it definitely has like that sweet a sweetness to it, which could definitely be a citrusy maybe sweetness. I don't know. I'm getting a lot of butter, butterscotch, but I'm going to go for a sip.
0: Mm-hmm. So I just did, and it really, it's hot. It makes your, your like salivation glands kind of go nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like swallowing my saliva <laughs> a lot because it like set them off. What note are um, you getting? Cool saliva. Uh, just my saliva, <laughs> specifically mine. Um Yeah, I, I the, there's a little bit of a bite, but it's not like a. I, you know, I wouldn't even say it's a bite. There's just some heat, um, but that orange peel is there. It's like in liquid form now, and a little bit of. I get what you're saying with the butteriness. That I can definitely get behind. Uh, very good, like mm-hmm. like very pleasant. I like it.
1: It has this has what I want in a, in a bourbon for as far as mouthfeel goes. Yeah. Is uh, definitely feels hotter than 104 um Mm -hmm. it just immediately warms the whole palette um i'm i'm getting a lot of the uh like the still the butterscotch uh super Mm -hmm. super sweet though it is definitely a sweet bourbon which i'm not always a huge fan of but this is is hitting the spot right there so it's awesome
0: yeah i can get behind that butterscotch note as well the finish is very good Mm-hmm. Um, keeps lasting. It's been a good few moments since I sipped, and I'm still getting this really nice, somewhat fruity, but a lot of um, yeah, like that orange zest and butterscotch. Yeah, you're you're onto something with that for sure. Um, I'm gonna drop a few drops. All
1: right, I already I already did. Um, definitely more vapor with the water. Um, let's see, and I'm getting like it's it's a little more muted. Nothing's really standing out too much um, mm-hmm. still a little, oh i mean go. just everything's kind of the same just a little more muted
0: yeah go for the sip i forgot to mention um so far the color not that it's too important it's a nice copper copper amber that's that's what i think Looking at this one amber um, a cup amber <laughs> so
1: water you know not definitely prefer neat water it added Mm -hmm. i'm getting a little bit of bitterness not much just a little bit on the back end um yeah i'm I'm definitely a fan of the neat still the still the buttery Mm -hmm. i'm getting a little sweetness can't quite put my finger on but yeah it's good i like it no i think definitely needs, needs the way to go
0: yeah i figure the bitterness i'm getting i wouldn't love this pour if it had this bitterness right up front um from the water um so yeah i'm I'm with you the the neat pours a lot better um yeah it's funny how i figure to be a master distiller and like nail the proof to -hmm. get it like perfect i mean i guess it would just be trial and error probably but in a way, I'd be like, that'd be so hard. Because this, I mean, a few drops, I, mean, I wouldn't say ruined it, but changed it to be oh. not as, not anywhere near as good.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's still good. I'm like, if you were to hand this to me, I'd be like, oh, this is great. Um, hand it to yeah. me right after do the neat. And I'm like, yeah, it, it definitely changed it, not for the better. Um, not ba- sure. It's not bad, but it's definitely not for the better. So
0: I dropped yeah. my cube. Let's, yeah, I'm going to drop, let and... my bus driver drop mine. <laughs> and I wasn't, ca- Go I was, ahead.
1: like, I could see where you're going with the orange. Um, earlier I like before I was gonna had like a floral when I did the water had a little bit like a floral kind of a note to it couldn't mm-hmm. br- but it wasn't strong now I'm really getting like maybe that can like, orange blossom something that's really oh um, yeah so on
0: the nose you now. ever you ever buy orange blossom <laughs> water uh not that, not that I could think of I don't I don't know do you make well it? I yeah. Well, I don't make it. or any, I do have a tree, an orange tree, and the, the smell of the orange blossoms is probably one of my favorite flower smells. And I don't typically like flower mm-hmm. smell, but that I can dig. Uh, but I started, I told you I started making grenadine mm-hmm. uh, with like pomegranate juice. But one of the recipes recommended just a half teaspoon of orange blossom water. Gotcha. Really makes it, really so, like kicks it off.
1: So you don't like the smell of floral flowers, but you like the smell of swamp jeans
0: yes especially <laughs> swampy goodness <laughs> trenches even yeah, i don't want to know oh i get what you're saying jeans. swamp jeans
1: <laughs> yeah because you yeah hike around in your pants no in 105 degrees are,
0: it wasn't that bad it's dry <laughs> even outside it dried the inside of my pants man, I can't, you know I, I can't even do like 70 degrees in jeans in je- anyway oh All right. man
1: um i'm gonna
0: go for a sip here. it was like yeah it was like 108 yeah um uh yeah so nose especially on the on the water or on the on the ice rather is very muted uh, not much coming through uh tiny hints of what i mentioned before like that orange peel mm-hmm. um, i could definitely see where you're going with the orange blossom i could dig that so what do you think it, this is be- no bitterness yet um
1: Hmm. It definitely, I'm leaning more towards that oranginess. It's really, uh, it's a little more pronounced for me right now. Um, The -hmm. butter, kind of like the butterscotch thing is not there like it was, which is kind of interesting. But uh, I'm I'm digging, I'm I'm digging the, uh, the ice for sure. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, it's funny. Like normally we'll have water, if we'll add water and it gets bitter, normally it doesn't get better with ice Mm -hmm. but this actually did the bitterness went away this is refreshing definitely i'm getting a little bit uh, more of that orange blossom a little bit of that orange peel and the that's the and that just general like fruitiness after that but not like appley i guess just a different kind of fruit yeah um but then yeah it's like pleasant and i would i would drink this with ice
1: yeah i think it'd be be hard to because it is Tricky to come by, and you know what I mean, like you, like for sure, I definitely would for go sixty neat. bucks and yeah. rare. I would go neat, but on you know, like on the occasion, on a on a, a hike in hundred ten degree weather, wearing jeans, I might have one iced after that. That might be nice, you know. um Yo, it definitely, it definitely, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's different. You know, I think if it's one of the things where you have your bottle and you just want to mix it up a little bit one day, not necessarily mix it up. Don't put this in Coke or anything, but. um just change up the way it feels and the way it tastes. Like it's got a good. The, I think the ice has a good mouthfeel too. It's definitely, you know, it yeah. brings the proofage down. The, the heat's not quite there, but it definitely has a, a little bit left on the heat on the on the palate there. So it's good. I like the ice.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Now this is good. I trying to uh, as I put together my rating, I will say that I would pay good money for this. This is very good. Yeah. Um, I might even, I don't know. I'll think about it, but uh, do you I, have I, a I rating in your mind? So th- to okay, me, this is
1: like, I, I love Four Roses in general. And I think, uh, um, I don't know, if I, I'm starting to develop more of an affinity for it. I'm kind of, it's kind of like the whiskey I root for, I think. Um, so I don't know if I'm tainted with that impression in my mind, but I'm definitely loving this. Uh, it's by far one of the more exceptional whiskeys that you, you know, a, 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 which is a annual all the time kind of release thing. Uh, so, I'm going to go 8.8 yeah. 8 on it.
0: Ooh. Oh. That's so crazy. I actually had in my mind, as you were saying, I mean, before you were saying that even, uh, an 8.8. 8. So, I'm going to go as well with that range. Uh, why I say 8.8 8 is it, it definitely didn't make 9 range, uh, but it was close. I mean, it was very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9 range is very hard to break for for Cole. Um, but this is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just pull this off the shelf if I had it, you know, I just pour it and just feel like this is a treat. Uh, this is like, and the hard thing is, is yeah, it is rare and it is 60 bucks retail. Um, but this is, re- I mean, I just love the, the warmth of it, the mouthfeel of it. I love that orange peel that isn't, like it it, don't get me don't get me mixed up this is not like an orange juice like an orange peel for those who Mm -hmm. you know probably easily know it's definitely a little bit different um yeah i just love it um i give it a very high rating not exactly a nine rating but i'll give it an 8.8 well
1: so if if you were to purchase this would uh about how about where would you how high would you go on it
0: um i would probably go up to about 80 or 90 okay um yeah, I would be very comfortable with that. So what about you? So, my my scale is a little bit lower than
1: yours. I don't have the jewelry industry behind me. Uh, you <laughs> fat cat tycoons. Uh, but so I I'd probably go. <laughs> I would go seventy eighty. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it's one of those things where it's it is a little bit harder to find. Um, so if you see it though, it's one that I probably be like. Oh, I might get in trouble with the wife for buying this. This is kind of stretching the the bourbon, yeah. the bourbon bank. But I
0: probably would go sure. to
1: 90 just because it is it's a little trickier to get, you know? So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I would love one of these on my shelf. And I, I guess my secondary rating I'll give it is an exceptional. This definitely is exceptional. All right. So um I guess it's time for the next segment of our show. Is it time for whiskey world news? <laughs>
1: Right. So this is Whiskey World News, it's part of our show Where we read an article and we talk about it We didn't write the article, we're just reading it um, Anyway, this one, uh, it was out quite a bit last week um, At the end of the week there uh, And we're reading from W-A-T-E dot com A-B-C, I assume somewhere in East Tennessee uh, It's titled Peyton Manning Launching Top Shelf Bourbon Distilled in East Tennessee uh, It's written by Gregory Rakules. Um, hmm. Here we go South Pittsburgh, Tennessee uh, Wait uh, Peyton Wait is like I assume the district Or something I don't know Anyway uh, Peyton Maybe. Manning And a celebrity ownership group Is launching a premium bourbon Distilled right here In East Tennessee The inaugural Sweetens Cove, Tennessee Straight bourbon whiskey Goes on sale next Tuesday Which is going to be The day after This episode comes out uh, The 13 nice. year age bourbon Is named for Sweetens Cove Golf club Located outside of Chattanooga 500 bottles will be offered with the inaugural batch. A total of 14,000 mm-hmm. bottles will be distributed worldwide with pre-sale for Tennessee residents beginning on the 26th. A bottle of the special bourbon costs $200. According to an interview with golf digest, Manning co-owns the golf course and distillery along with former tennis star Andy Roddick, CBS announcer Jim Nance and country star Drew Holcomb and a small group of investors. So that's the article there. Peyton Manning's coming out with his, his own whiskey. Cole, what are,
0: what are your thoughts on that? How many bottles did they... There were 500. Were there more than that afterwards? So it says 500 bottles will be offered with the inaugural batch. A total of 14,000
1: bottles will be distributed worldwide with pre-sale for Tennessee residents. So starting with 500 bottles.
0: Yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, starting at 200 Mm -hmm. is a little bold. Um, I think of like, you know, it better be good is my thought. Mm -hmm. If it's good, it's going to be worth it and knowing you know uh, the situation where you got these like celebrities who probably have whiskey collections of their own so they probably honestly know what good whiskey tastes like let's hope it's good Uh, if it's not no one's gonna buy it and Mm -hmm. there's definitely collectability um to it i mean if there's only 500 in the in the inaugural batch that's like a hundred thousand dollars right there um and for like 200 a pop um so I, you know, and and I, if it is good, I'll tell you this: is that it'll be a collector's item. Could you imagine, like, if they years from now do like uh, release number ten, and I still have release number one unopened? Do you know mm-hmm. how much that'd be worth? And if if they were all like gr- great batches, yeah, two hundred and fifteen dollars. I made a profit, five like percent increase. Exactly. Yep. So, but <laughs> I, I guess that's what I think, except for not exactly part of my mind's like, don't agree to that. It's 7.5% profit, Robbie. But then we got to incorporate the economic profit oh, into it. But so that's a long thing. So don't worry about it. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Um, so I think, uh, you know, I think with Peyton Manning's name behind it, it's going to be collector's thing anyway. There's tons. I mean, he's beloved, right? Beloved. People yeah. love him. Um, I do think it's interesting though, and this is not necessarily whiskey related, but Andy Roddick is with him, right? And yeah. Andy Roddick, do you know where he's from? Tennisland. He is from Tennisland. Uh more specifically, Tennisland, Nebraska. So he's from Nebraska. Ooh. So he's a he's a Cornhusker fan. And when I think of Peyton Manning, the first thing I always go to is the nineteen ninety seven Orange Bowl, where the Nebraska Cornhuskers just dismantled him. And uh so Yay. I think it's funny. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 97, 97, or was it 96, 95? I don't know. One of those years, it was Peyton Manning yeah. and the uh, Jason Peters and uh, company just tore a new one. And nice. I also think of Peyton Manning. I think of college debates where this was pre NFL championships, and we would discuss things like is NASCAR a sport, and we'd always come back to is Peyton Manning that tight? Uh, and I always <laughs> thought Peyton Manning was pretty great, uh, but everyone like, didn't want a ring, well, with anyone a ring? And so like. Anyway, so I think Peyton Manning has some history. He's got some clout. So I think it's going to be, you know, like people are going to follow it and buy it no matter what whether they're yeah. uh, Tennessee Volunteer fans or whether they're, you know, uh, Denver Bronco fans, Indianapolis Colts fans. Yeah. So he's got some clout to him for sure. If they're uh, what progressive insurance fans, I don't know what <laughs> state... Nationwide, nationwide fan. Nationwide, (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be something worth collecting or getting after anyway. Plus, it's a 13 year old bourbon, you know, so that's something to say there. So it's got some age behind it. Um, Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I did read an article a couple weeks ago just talking about how during the pandemic people are buying more of liquor in general, but more expensive bottles too. So. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, So I assume it's going to go well for him. I don't see it being a failure. But yeah.
0: Um, so did I mention before or after we got cut off? Um, no, it had to be had to be after. So I did I I mentioned that um that (laughs) some of our listeners were like inspired by some of our um our episodes that i i I probably didn't yeah so uh, this week or not this week over the past few months uh i've had like at least three listeners come forward and say like i'm really looking for like intensely looking for the single oak project batch number or barrel number 16 Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, we did that. Like, we have influence. People love us. So people want to do
1: what we do. It was so cool. I've also had lots of people reaching out to me and be like, Robbie, you are a dumbass. How did you land a gig like <laughs> this where people send you whiskey? I've inspired people too. No one
0: so, said that. <laughs> no, so we're both. You're e- great, we're man. Both
1: equally inspirational. It's, it's amazing. Hey,
0: we we nailed the rating today. We were matching basically. So.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. That's true.
0: So nice. and you went first.
1: So Yeah. That's that's something. Maybe I'm influencing yeah. you for once. Yeah, maybe you are. All right. Anything else to say maybe about Maybe You're the-
0: influencing the world. <laughs>
1: sure. Uh no, <laughs> nothing else to say. All yeah, right. well, Let's go ahead and move on to one of our segments. Uh what whiskey would you choose? So last week uh scenario was you're gonna have a whiskey and coke, maybe you're at a you know, a concert or some sort of a Lower end bar where you're looking at the the whiskey on the shelf and you're going, yeah I don't really want to sip anything neat nothing's really appealing so you're gonna have a whiskey and coke what whiskey are you choosing with your coke and Cole went with Lexington and mm-hmm. uh, which rules all the time I'll take a Lexington and coke <laughs> and then I <laughs> went with Crown Royal where you say give me a Crown and coke and it was a close one I got fifty four percent to sixty four oh 46 percent i mix that up 54 to 46 yeah crown royal winning so wow that was close That yeah, was close yeah see i think is I think most people have had a crown and coke right for sure not no a lot of people have had a lexington. lexington yeah, yeah. so yeah. um which one would i choose if i had the choice i would take the lexington just because i've never had it but in general i doubt that i'm gonna pay for that so um, for sure, some good writings. Uh, Joel M O Nine said, "Wild wow, Turkey One Hundred and One Go to Whiskey Coke and Coke Camping nice. Hikes Flasks Etc." Uh, <laughs> bro, Askata William in Canada. Nice. Uh, I spotted because I had the best him so I am like, dude, how do we how do we shout you out? Because I stumble over that yeah. all the time. So apparently, that's Romanian. It's a joke between him and his wife. Where it's Romanian for,
0: for turtle. turtle. Yeah. So the turtle Which is a type of frog in Romania. <laughs> really. That's what he said. A turtle's... Oh, I didn't see that part. Or I forgot that part. Yeah. A turtle is a type of frog? At least in their language.
1: Oh. Interesting.
0: Okay. Maybe not in their uh, biological etymology or whatever.
1: So our Canadian turtle friend, uh, William, (laughs) is going with bullet or 100% rye like chairman select Canadian club. And I can get behind bullet. I think bullet's a good way to go. Um and then Dramhound said, "Makers and Coke is what started me down the whiskey path years ago." And I'm nice. like, "That's a good one right there." Like, but I'm telling yeah, you, like, it's great. So, like, usually you get into whiskeys and Coke in college, right? Or like when you're younger. Um, yeah. And I'm like, Makers, man. Like, Dramhound might might come from a wealthy family because I would never have <laughs> paid for Makers in my Coke at that age, at least. But anyway, I think that's a good 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 selection for now. So anyway, that was last week's. Yeah. What whiskey would you choose? cold you got a scenario for us for this week
0: it's pretty similar to last week's um but definitely gonna get different answers okay what is your go-to old-fashioned bourbon okay.
1: go-to old-fashioned bourbon all right um oh man so why, don't, why don't you go first
0: so I'm going to go, and this is the truth, if I want an old-fashioned, it's hard for me to break out of uh, Buffalo Trace mashville number one. And usually that's just Buffalo Trace standard. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to go with Buffalo Trace standard. It's it's one of those answers that can work for a lot of different uh, options and a lot of different scenarios. Uh, but it's hard for me to, to break. I mean, some of the best old fashions I've ever made were made with uh buffalo trace standard so yeah i'm gonna go with that
1: okay i like that um so that's why i let you go first (laughs) because i figured that was gonna be your answer um (laughs) typically if i'm doing old fashions it's um if it's for a party it's going to be either buffalo trace or um uh four roses standard uh nice however if i'm making one for myself i love the wild turkey rare breed um which is phenomenal you and fancy it is fancy that's why it's only for myself it's not for a party but um i'm yeah. gonna say i'll probably just we'll say party-wise keep it you know similar here and i'm gonna go four roses standard although now that i think of it i gotta buy a bottle of old forester standard and try some of that true that cheaper yeah. yeah it was comparable so anyway yeah but anyway i'm gonna go four roses standard on it so speaking of which have you bought woodford reserve yet I haven't. Um I'm planning on no, having, no, you're I, good. I'm going to try to hit the liquor store up uh tomorrow
0: cuz the, they get a new shipment in on Friday. So nice. So do you want to put that on the uh potential agenda for next week?
1: Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I mean, what do we have that's um
0: comparable to put Kinda, it up? Yeah.
1: against. Um
0: What do We have?
1: Uh, we I know and I know we just we have that Old Forester Statesman. Oh, well, that's
0: yeah, but we just did Old Forest. We did I don't want to do, do it too soon. Too, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Let's see. Or we can go another direction because I was looking at that Nika today. I really want to do that. Or
0: that Russell's we have. Oh, yeah. Let's put it between that. Let's do a, the Nika straight from the barrel and um, and I need to find out what batch that is. That's a gift from uh, our good friend, uh, Ben, uh, hashtag the uh, or Madtown Marketer. Um, it says um, FTB
1: on it. F-t- Does that mean anything? B. Anyway, so do the Nika... I don't know. We'll figure it out. The Nika versus the... Straight from the barrel. Okay. No,
0: not straight from the barrel. Nika from the barrel. From the barrel. Yeah. For yeah. the barrel. For... The business. Forget the business. Forget three businesses. (laughs) Drink four roses. Um, yeah. Oh, Oh, did that? No, no, didn't work. Um, Um, but you went with um, three. I went to
1: four. So that versus the Russells uh, Reserve.
0: Yeah, we have a Russells Reserve barrel pick. Uh, it is a single barrel barrel pick. So, uh, which makes sense, of course.
1: I will pick up some wood. For uh, we just got to figure out. Okay, Something maybe we comparable. can plan on that. Maybe next week. Yeah, we'll look at that. So,
0: yeah, um, I'm excited. I still haven't. I've I haven't had this. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, Russells that I bought. I bought it a while ago, probably over a year ago, and I still haven't sipped it because Damn. I've waited for the podcast. You have more restraint than for I the I first for time. Sure. You have way more. Well, I got more than bottles than you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's true.
1: Well, I'd have more bottles if I didn't drink them all the time. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But still, wouldn't have more than you probably.
0: Anyway, um, all right, man, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So, any other finishing uh, finishing words for the uh, good old podcast?
1: No, I'm good, man. I uh, I hope yeah. that you learn
0: how to wear shorts. I hope that you learn to love jeans and the swampy trenchy goodness that comes within. I hope the jeans. I, <laughs> I hope you have better self-esteem about your knees.
1: But most of (laughs) all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours.